0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Well, we're now joined by Kevin McPherson, better known as HoopScoop, courtesy of yeah. Hogville.net. Kevin, are you are you going to try to go up tonight to Fayetteville?
1: No, sir. That was the plan until I realized there was going to be inclement weather, and, and I figured probably... Probably better because, you know, I I always do a back-and-forth trip in the same day, and usually it's really late and dark, and, you know, I'm guessing going to be cold, so I don't want to be on those roads if it's bad.
0: Yeah, that's a good decision. Hey, do you talk to the Arkansas coaches some? Yes. Okay. Well, we want to thank you for conveying to them uh, that playing Ford and Pinion would be a really good idea. Because we've obviously been saying that. For <laughs> is that quite a preemptive thank you? Because I haven't had
1: that discussion.
0: No, i fi- I figured it must be you because somehow they figured out that playing those guys is a good idea. So, I'm glad for that. I figured. I figured you, you were the one that passed our message along.
1: You know what? It's interesting, guys. Because <laughs> two years ago, when Arkansas was in a slump, two and four, they were down in that in that seventh game, the home game against Auburn. Was not a very good Auburn team. They'd actually beaten Auburn on the road in the opener, the SEC opener. Came back from behind in that game, and one end up winning by 12. But at home, Arkansas was down 18. And uh, the second half, Mussman went with the Debo Davis and Jalen Williams, and pretty much left them on the floor. Mm. They hadn't played that much up until that point. And the rest is history. That was they came back and won that game. Had to survive at the end. I think Auburn had a shot at the goal for the win late. And, and it, I mean, at the very last possession, Arkansas. They missed. Arkansas held on. That was the first of 11 straight wins. So, you know, you're talking about two top 100 recruits at the time that hadn't played a lot. In fact, both of those guys each missed and didn't play coach's decision two games in that really soft non-conference schedule before Arkansas got in the league play. So, fast forward to down, and we're seeing some similar, maybe some similar things playing out with the Joseph Penning, especially Arkansas's two SEC wins. He's been a huge factor and yeah. in, in both games, Arkansas was struggling against zone defense. He comes in and helps immediately, not only by knocking down shots, but you know it spaces the floor, it just makes the offense hum a little bit. Arkansas has trouble getting easy scores. Most everybody on Arkansas' team that produces is a dribble drive, and you know it's you know sometimes a bit convoluted to get to the basket. And it must be nice to have the simplicity of being able to pitch the ball over to a guy that can just pull the trigger, no wasted movement, no dribbling, just shoot. So that opens things up for your offense. You make a great point, Rick. I mean, if we go back, even looking at the Vanderbilt game where Arkansas just had a horrendous second half defensively, Pinion hit some big shots at the end of that game to cut that down to you know get the, lead, the deficit a little bit manageable. It was a double-digit deficit. and He had a drive and, and, and an M1 made the free throw. He had a corner three. And Arkansas was trying to get back to a place where it could maybe win that game. It didn't happen. But you know we think about the two wins, but even in that scenario, Pinion was good. Darian Ford's been playing a little bit more lately, and he's helped Arkansas defensively. Arkansas starters and rotation guards have been in foul trouble in the first halves, and he's come in and you know helped the team out. And you know if we go back to you know him scoring a bucket and hitting his free throws in this last outing. I mean he you know he's uh, you know he's really helped Arkansas. So I, I you know I think both you know especially Pinion, but maybe even Darian Ford there may be some room for those guys to help the Hogs as they move forward because we know in previous two years it has been rotation tweaks. I just described one of them two years ago. Last year it was Devo going to six-man and Trey Wade coming in the starting lineup. But what was happening simultaneously to those tweaks were guys like Jalen Williams and, and Stanley and Moody scoring more and becoming more efficient in their games as the league play started, even when Arkansas – was still losing and lost those first three league games, those guys started to turn a corner a little bit. So maybe we're seeing some of that now with a couple of names you just mentioned. Do you see in regards to
0: tweaking uh, the continuation, uh, if you will, Kevin, of not only the starting lineup but the rotation? Or do you do you feel like maybe we're seeing some things starting to settle in As you mentioned, Joseph Pinion came in very early. Uh, In fact, Darian Ford, I think, came in first uh, Mm -hmm. last week against Ole Miss. But so are you seeing or do you believe we're going to see more tweaks or or is it just kind of uh, let's see how this rolls for a while?
1: Well, they're starting to run out of options to tweak because when to tweak things. You know, the, the biggest difference this year from previous two years, is that you've got not one but two all-league level players who have just been out significantly. We know Brazil's not. Trevor Brazil's not coming back. Nick Jr. has played a handful of games. Who knows if, if and when we'll see him again. So you're, you're starting to run out of options in terms of real value that you could turn to. But I do think because there's been some guys that we didn't expect it from, that certainly anything's possible. I mean, I still wonder: is there going to be a point in time where Jalen Graham and the light comes on for him to be more consistent and reliable at both ends? that's what it's going to take for him to really fully earn Osman's trust but if you look at it from an offensive standpoint he brings more to the table than any of the other bigs for Arkansas True. for a couple of reasons one is he can finish around the basket but he can start his offense 15 feet in he's not really a shooter but he can he can you can play hot, you know you don't have to just roll him off a two-man game he can actually have the ball 15 16 feet out and get into his drive because he's really quick he's got those spin moves so he adds another element. But I do think he's, you know, defensively he's struggled. Uh, a, a lot of the players have at times, but him probably more so. And I think there's just little things that he doesn't do that, that accumulate a game. and, and then the, So that's been problematic. But he would be a guy I would look at that, that maybe in concert with opinion get more time. Or Darian Ford, we know what Kamani Johnson brings. Uh, there will be times where he's more effective and more productive than other times. We've seen how that plays out. So there are some options there.
0: Well, we are thankful you made the right decision staying home tonight. I'm sure I'll see you on the Zoom later on tonight. Thank you, Kevin. Thank Kevin, Kevin McPherson. They're known as Hoopscoop, courtesy of hawkville.net.